0: G'day friends, it's Jono here, and I want to welcome you to this episode of the Wake Up Project. And I am coming from my house. There's a little bit of construction going on in the background, so if that, if you can hear a beeping noise, that's the reason for that. So it's a few announcements to to begin with. Um, We have the Search Inside Yourself Engage program coming up in uh, probably about two months. But we only have a few spots left uh, for this program. We've had some incredible applications, a wonderful number of people apply for this program. And there's only, I think, about 25 spots left. So if you're interested in applying for that program, um, I'd recommend you do that soon. And just to recap that, it's a five-month program, uh, really... Uh, dealing with how you can become more of a mindful champion in your life. So really taking a leadership role uh, in regards to uh, living more mindfully, living with more emotional intelligence and compassion and authenticity and being able to be given the skills and tools to bring that into your life. And this can be in any area of your life. This can be you as a parent, you as a business person, entrepreneur, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever the situation you're in, it's about becoming part of a very powerful community of about 70 people and learning the skills, learning the practices, getting the support that you need to uh, bring this more fully into your life. So, um, there's an extraordinary faculty that have been uh, brought together for this program. I think it's about 17 uh, kind of authors and scientists and business leaders from. All around the world uh, Who you'll have access to And most importantly You'll have access to this incredible group of people That are really committed to uh, Leading this kind of change In their individual lives And also professional lives So I would really encourage you If you feel like you're one of these people Who want to be part of this change Who want to be part of uh, Making this kind of difference in the world Then head on over to S-I-Y engage.com.au, so it's s i y engage.com.au. Now today, um, I really want to talk to you about men. And as many of you know, I have uh, kind of a deep interest and passion in the well-being of men. And This kind of comes from many kind of angles in my life It's like I've never really been able to escape uh, the issue of men's well-being I mean primarily because I am a man um, But I've also had some really quite unique experiences I believe that have kind of reinforced how important this is to me And really how important it is, I think, to our world at large that men be healthy and well. And I'm not just really talking about their physical well-being, but more the interior lives of men. And, you know, for me, you know, um, growing up and, you know, being a man, there were lots of challenges in regards to how I worked with my emotional world. Because when I grew up, there were very few models presented to me of men that could share how they were doing, could share how they were feeling, could really connect with me at that level. And so naturally you grow up assuming that it's better to bottle things in and even disconnect with those deeper parts of yourself. And I saw the same in my friends and And as time has gone on in my life, you know, I've really seen the impact of on, on particularly on friends who haven't had the opportunity to Explore or have modeled to them What it means to Connect more deeply or become more aware of uh, their emotional worlds And the impacts are huge uh, there's nothing small about what I'm talking about or what it means to men to not have the opportunity to express how they're feeling or at least identify how they're feeling. And, you know, they have had a, a bunch of other experiences. I was a nanny for, you know, I think about five years looking after to a set of twin boys and another boy who was about eight, um... And during that experience too, I got to see the, I got a window into the soul of boys and how emotional they really are and how tender they are and how they long for um, to be met in this kind of way. And then later in my life, or well, probably only last year actually, I had the opportunity to, the, uh, the company Dove asked me to uh, do a podcast series with 10 kind of high profile Australian men talking about, you know, really trying to redefine what it means to be a man in the kind of modern age and it was such an interesting experience to me because I could still feel the baggage that I had within me of how men really are and how they show up in the world. And nearly every conversation I went into, I wondered, you know, really, you know, are these guys going to have anything to say <clears throat> that's really going to help people? Because I still had these stereotypes in my mind about uh, how men show up in the world. And what really struck me was that. Every time I sat down and opened the space or opened the opportunity for men to really be real about what was going on for them, there was so much depth and so much substance to each one of these men. And I don't know if I've told this before, but so often in these conversations, we'd have them, we'd have the recording, and then I'd finish the recording, and so many times many of these men didn't want to leave. What's not as though they said they didn't want to leave, but they just didn't leave the studio. And we just continued to talk. And on a few occasions, I heard these men say to me, I've never been given the opportunity to talk like this about how I really feel. And at one level, it was really uh, wonderful to be able to have those kind of conversations. And another part of me felt really sad that this is the case for so many men today. And then at another level, you know, just by way of background as to why this is of interest, and this might be a little meandering, this, this um, sharing, but it feels very important for me to share this with you at the moment. Um, you know, I've recently also in the last year had my own son, uh, Max and i think it's brought home to me in a whole new way of how important it is that my son have the opportunity to be raised with a kind of uh, warmth and love and freedom to be himself that just uh, is probably more important to me than anything else. And I also see him now, you know, even at one year of age. And I see no signs of a closed-off, shut-down being, but a tender, open, curious, wonderful sense of humour loving human being who happens to be a man. And I guess my job is to allow that to continue to flourish within him and for that to never to be shut down because of expectations that are put on him about what it means to be a man. And then I think at a larger scale, most... Power today is wielded by men, and we are all so affected by a kind of immature masculinity. We are all touched by this in so many ways, whether it is at a political level, economic level, uh, in our relationships. You know, for the women listening, for their partners, and. I just think there's a whole conversation to be had, and it's not going to be had in this podcast. But I'll tell you the reason as to why I wanted to share this now is that uh, recently I've been, I watched a video that was produced by the Huffington Post uh, that had an enormous impact on me. I was really um, moved by what I saw And the video, if you're interested in watching it, is called Men Are Killing Themselves Killing Themselves to be Real Men And it talked about the statistic in Australia that men are three times likely to commit suicide than women That there's this big gender disparity and it's told the story of a couple of men uh, who had attempted suicide uh, for a number of reasons and in very different situations. Uh, But as I listened, I heard this uh, underlying theme of pressure. uh, Pressure to be a certain kind of man. That it wasn't okay to share how they felt. It wasn't okay to feel how they were feeling and they wanted to escape. That there was a loneliness that comes from being a man who's trying to hold it all together that sometimes becomes intolerable to many men. And to those men that it becomes absolutely intolerable to, they obviously then go to the step of wanting to take their own life. And of course there are many degrees of how this can be expressed, you know, probably most commonly through the expression of anger, through the pursuit of risky behaviours and damaging behaviours. And abuse of self and others And this just kind of goes on and on, right? This is a huge topic But here's some of the research that I wanted to share with you That came out of this video And it was mainly from this, uh, from a doctor, a sociologist Whose name is Dr. Michael Flood Who I'm not that familiar with But uh, he has done some research And there were some quotes by him And he specializes in men and masculinity One of the quotes he made in this was The idea, this is a quote, The idea that to be a quote man, men must act tough, strong, invulnerable, heterosexual, in control, unemotional, dominant, and or aggressive. So there's this idea that that's what it means to be a man. Which is kind of unbelievable in a certain way that that, those notions still float around. But I think we're in this kind of transition right now from a generation that really believed that to a generation that is deeply questioning that. He then went on to say that men have the same fundamental needs for intimacy and connection as women. But social constructs put pressure on men to repress and ignore emotions to the point ...that they may not feel they have emotional needs. So I thought that was a fascinating point. That our needs for intimacy and connection are identical... ...but for some reason, because of the constructs put on men... ...they feel like they have to repress or ignore their emotions... And we can do that to the point of feeling like we don't even have emotional needs. And I think we can all identify men in our lives, or we may even be able to listen, maybe identify that within ourselves, that there's been a time, or it might be right now, where you feel completely disconnected from your emotional needs. And then the final piece of... uh, research was I think in this video was about was from Beyond Blue and the Black Dog Institute where they said that research on men having attempted suicide reflected an Australian cultural concept that men should not talk about their emotions. So the reason I wanted to share it with you and um, talk to you Today about this is because It's very hard actually for me to watch a film like that and not say something Um, I was also deeply touched by the stories In particular one man who just said, I just want wanted peace And so if you're a man who's listening right now I want you to know that I don't have all the answers, and this particular episode isn't really about sharing answers. But I want to declare a few things to any men that might be listening to this podcast. First thing I want to declare to you is that I am no different from you. That I feel all the things that you feel that I feel sadness, grief, loneliness, joy, happiness, anger. The whole spectrum is within me as it is in you. And that we all have these emotions. And in saying that, I also want to say that we have emotions and we also have a spine. So it's not a matter of living your whole life in this kind of soft domain. But it's about joining this openness and this ability to feel deeply what's happening for you. And then having the strength to stay in relationship to how you're feeling, but then recognizing that you have a backbone as well, and that there is a time for action, there's a time for taking a stand, there's a time for you know, bringing yourself fully into the world. So sometimes I think there is this mistake that men who are in touch with their emotions are somehow weak or... Passive And I think that is a load of crap I do think that there are That can happen And I think it can happen with poor role modelling But You know when you look at Kind of warrior traditions Or even particular spiritual traditions and you observe how men used to be trained. there was nothing passive about this at all that there was a deep honoring of the inner worlds of men. that the interiors of men was was so such an important part and was so deeply honored and there was this cherishing of life and a Cultivation of life being sacred But then at the same time There was a physicality That was also associated with this training So these men would be trained physically as well And there would also be A Training in taking a stand for things And so there was this kind of complete awareness of what it meant to be a man and really what it means to be a human. So I'm just talking just about men right now, but I think it applies to men and women. So they go together, emotions and spine, not one or the other, but both. I also want to declare that you are not weak, If you feel sad or alone, or if you feel depressed, or if you feel anxious, this is normal, really normal. And it's so okay to feel this and to share this with other people. And when I say that, I really mean that. You know, I want to also declare that I've had a therapist, so someone like a counsellor who I see very regularly and have done for many, many years to really come to the point where I can talk about these things openly and comfortably. And I would also encourage you to find that person. You know, hopefully you have friends, but not all of us do, that we can share how we're feeling with. And sometimes it's not always the role of a friend uh, in certain circumstances. So if you don't have someone, you know, like there are health professionals. There are services like Lifeline. There are good therapists, there are good counselors. And I would really encourage you to reach out to someone if you feel the need to, to share what's going on for you. I also want to declare that if your dad didn't do it, then that doesn't mean that it's okay. Uh, So often we look to our dads as the role models of everything. And the bottom line is they are not and they cannot. They can only do what they know is best with the knowledge and the wisdom that they had. And the chances are your dad probably wasn't involved or didn't have the opportunity to be part of a conversation about really what it means to be a man. How does he really want to show up? What's really true for him? And as a result, he has probably just passed on what he observed in his culture and from his father, which was probably a pretty stereotypical view of what it means to be a man. So this isn't about diminishing your father in any way but it's about acknowledging the truth of what he had available to him. And I I would probably also say at the deepest part of him, probably the deepest wish that he has for you. The deepest wish, you know, there's all this research that's often done on people on their deathbeds. And what they share there is often so different than what is shared in their day-to-day lives. So I'm sure your father's wish for you is for you to feel deeply what you're feeling and be willing to share that with others. And finally, the thought that I just want to share today is that there is no ideal man. That you are uniquely you. You happen to come in a man's body, but you are first human. You are first unique in your expression, and that's the first place to start. Discovering your strengths, your gifts, learning the skills to understand and get in touch with how you're feeling. Learning the skills to befriend those feelings and those parts of your, all those parts of yourself. And then being able to take your whole self into the situations of your life that you feel called to do so. And that could be any, any number of places. It's really up to you. So, that's what I wanted to share with you today. That I believe we are heading into an era where we have the opportunity to explore new ideas and what it means to be a man in entirely new ways. And I hope you can join me in updating what it means to be a man, to challenge stereotypes and to see qualities like compassion or love or caring as strengths and nothing other than strengths. And I'm not sure how this is going to play out in my life. I feel this kind of pull towards this content and uh, material. And who knows what shape that will take. But right now, I just wanted to share these thoughts with you in the hope that if there are, is even one man listening to this episode right now, that you might feel more comfortable being you, that you might know that you are not alone, that you are part of a brotherhood and a sisterhood, that has so much more in common than what the general society would let on. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoy what we're up to here at The Wake Up Project, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to share this episode with your friends, or leave a comment or review on iTunes. You know, this is the way that we can work together to make the world a little kinder. And if you want more inspiration and resources, come on over to wakeupproject.com and make sure you sign up for email updates. And while you're there at wakeupproject.com, don't forget to order your free pack of kindness cards. Yep, we'll mail them out to you for free. All we ask in return is that you send us a story of how you use these cards to make someone's day. I'm really grateful for your support. Now go and live a kind and courageous life.